you take your Bibles and turn to Isaiah chapter 9. I just want to give you, I just want to thread together a quick thought before the kids uh, run me off <laughs> or start shouting me down, or, or Eli especially. And I said Isaiah, and I'm looking around in the New Testament, Isaiah chapter 9. Verse 6, for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given. Two separate things happening there in that text. A child, the man, Christ Jesus, the word made flesh, dwelt among us. A child was born, just like any other child. Unto us a son is given. That's different. That's not talking about a birth. That's talking about the Son of God who was given. He wasn't born. He was always here, always will be here. Don't hurt yourself. <laughs> He's fine. And he was given to us. For God so loved the world that he gave. Unto us a son is given. He gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believes in him might have everlasting life. And it says, and the government shall be upon his shoulders. This is the promise of David. This is the covenant of David. That he would have a throne that would be everlasting. And we see at the end of the story, he is king of kings and lord of lords. So for unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be on his shoulders, and his name shall be called Wonderful. We don't call him by that name very often, <laughs> but he shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, the Mighty God. They, hence in Matthew it says, we, they, they shall call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. He's Lord, he's God. He's the everlasting Father. And the last thing it says here, he's the Prince of Peace. That's what I want to talk about just real quickly, is him being the Prince of Peace. What does this mean, Prince of Peace? First of all, I want to, track, I want to go back and say, you know, Christians from probably about the end of the first century on into the second century have been celebrating the birth of Christ. We, we, hear, we hear this all the time. Well, Christmas is a pagan holiday. <laughs> it's not. In fact, it's probably the case that they were imitating Christ instead of Christ imitating them. And they, they will say, well, December 25th, that's the day Mithras was born and they were worshiping Mithras and and Christianity wanted to be like the pagans, so they started celebrating on the 25th. That's not why we celebrate on the December 25th. In fact, no one can show any evidence from any source, ancient source, that that was so. Until two or three hundred years after Christ. It's not so. Why do we celebrate on December 25th? Well, Christians... Whether you're supposed to celebrate Christmas or not, not in the New Testament. They set aside days like Easter and Christmas to celebrate 
points of Christ's life and his death and his resurrection. And that falls under the realm of Romans 14. If you observe today, observe it to the Lord. If you observe not today, observe it unto the Lord. But why did they come up with December 25th? Well, there's a difference, really. Uh, the Christians in the West uh, marked out December 25th. The Christians in the East said, no, it's January 5th. 12 days of Christmas, right? That's 12 days between those. That's where we get to 12 days of Christmas. Why did they come up with that number? Well, they were, they were calculating. We just saw Elizabeth, uh, the story of Elizabeth. We know when Zechariah was serving in the temple. And if there are no breaches in the timeline between that and the conception of John the Baptist, we know the time that Mary visited Elizabeth. And then we calculate from there, and it ends up landing somewhere, the birth of Christ, somewhere between December 25th and January 5th. That's why, Christians, before there was ever any stories of pagans celebrating the birth of their God, or whatever it is, Christians were already doing it. And it's because this man, Jesus Christ, is important. There is one God, and there is one mediator between God and man. That's the man, Christ Jesus. Why did, that, why did a child need to be born? Why did a son need to be given? It's because we were separated from our God because of our sin. Romans chapter 5 says, in our sins, we were enemies of God. We were opposed to God in every way. And that's so with every one of, uh, of us sitting here. We were enemies of God. And God sent one to us who would be the Prince of Peace, who would bring peace. And as I was talking about with the family yesterday, it doesn't mean he's going to bring an absence of war. Right? That's not what it means by peace. We're talking about one that brings real peace. Being justified by faith, Romans chapter 5, verse 1, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. What does that peace mean? We were enemies, we were sinners, but because of what Christ did, He reconciled us to God. He gave peace. And therefore, we, we have what Paul says in, in Colossians. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 20. This is our Prince of Peace, and this is why ultimately we celebrate. It says in verse 19, this is talking about Christ. Colossians 1.19. For it pleased the Father... That in him, in Christ, should all fullness dwell. And having made peace through the blood of his cross, by him to reconcile all things to himself, by him I say whether they're things on earth or things in heaven, and you were sometimes alienated and enemies in your mind by wicked works, yet now has he reconciled. That is what we celebrate, is that child that was born, that son that was given, the one that would rule forever, who is the mighty God, the Prince of Peace. He has made peace for us, 
and we are reconciled to God through him. And I hope today as we go and be with family here shortly and we open up gifts or do whatever it is we do, that we will keep in mind why we celebrate. There's nothing that says you have to celebrate, but it falls under Romans 14. Why we celebrate is God has reconciled us unto himself through Jesus Christ, and we have peace. What did the angel sing? Well, we say, we say he sent, the angels sang. <laughs> it says they said, <laughs> but you can't really read that without singing it. Glory to God on, on the highest and on earth, peace and goodwill towards men. That's what we have in Christ. I pray that you all will be able to celebrate that peace today. And let's close in a word of prayer.